the minute that I came to St. Matthew's, I felt the sincerity of the congregation. Our life has changed in such a good way since being here, and that may sound cliche, um, but it truly has. We meet people every Sunday when you come, it's always somebody new coming in. St. Matthew's to me is a place of refuge. Coming to church has always felt safe. It's like definitely a, a place where I feel comfortable. I was led to the church because I, I felt like he was speaking to me. For me, it's definitely a place of love, and um, it's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending uh, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthews, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, is they're seeing the difference in me and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthews in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's, it's home.
Lord's Day. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Would you please stand up on your feet so that we can give the Lord some praise this morning? And we're going to start. Yes, we can clap. A wonderful God. We serve. Hallelujah. We're going to start off with a word of prayer this morning. Please bow your heads. Most holy and everlasting God, God, we come before you just praising your name this morning. Lord, we want to thank you for who you are. Lord, we want to thank you for waking us up this morning. Lord, we want to thank you for allowing us to see a day which we've never seen before and will never see again. Lord, we just want to thank you. Lord, we want to thank you for sending your son, Jesus, that we may have a right to the tree of life. And we, Lord, we thank you for allowing us to come so boldly before the throne this morning. We thank you for the privilege and the opportunity. Lord, we just want to thank you for the covering that you have given us. Lord, we want to thank you for watching over us this week. Lord, we want to thank you for the brand new mercies that you continue to give to us each and every day. Lord, we cannot thank you enough and praise you enough. Lord, we thank you for making us so that we are able to praise you. Lord, if you, doesn't, if you don't do anything else for us, Lord, we know that you have done enough for us. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we ask that you'll continue to bless our families. Lord, we ask that you will continue to give those who are trying to get here this morning traveling mercies. Lord, we ask that you will watch over them as they're trying to get here. And Lord, we ask that you will bless our homes. Lord, we ask that they will be in better shape when we get home than they were when we left them. Lord, we ask that you will continue to cover us. I cannot say that enough. Cover us, Lord, and bless us. Lord, we ask that you will heal our bodies from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. Lord, we just ask that you just continue to watch over us. Bless us. Lord, we ask that you will bless our pastor this morning. Lord, we ask that you will continue to just touch everyone who's Hallelujah. here and allow them to say, what must I do to be saved? Lord, we ask all these prayers and petitions in your most precious name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Of thee. 
praise his holy and everlasting name. Let's stay on our feet. This is the day that the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Jesus is the Christ, son of the living God. He's the Alpha, and he's the Omega. He's the beginning and the ending. He's El Elyon, El Shaddai, El Roy, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah in Kadesh, Jehovah Sikhanu. He's Lord of the universe, and every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. He sits high and he looks low. He gave his life. I said he died that we may have a right to the tree of life. He shed his blood. He was buried. He rose early on Sunday morning with all power in his hands. And we lift him up this morning. We acknowledge him. We magnify him. We glorify him. Jesus, and only Jesus, can save your soul. Only Jesus can make you whole. Praise his name. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. This is the day of worship. We fall prostrate before his presence and we praise him for waking us up early. This morning, we praise him for snatching us out of hell with smoke still in our garments. We praise him because he's worthy. He's worthy, he's worthy to be praised. Then we want to say happy Father's Day. Come on, give the fathers a hand clap. To all fathers, bless the Lord. want to congratulate all faithful fathers for all they do for their children, Loving their children's mother, yeah, and being an instrument in their lives. And then happy Juneteenth Day, 19th, amen, where after the proclamation of emancipation, they had to send troops into Galveston, Texas. To let the rest go. Can I get a witness? And they were, a, they, they were free from slavery. Thank God for the freedom. Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his goodness. Thank God for his mercy. Praise the name of Jesus. You may be seated. We're going to ask for the two scriptures in prayer. We'll come back to you, church. Say amen.
first scripture shall be found in Proverbs, the fourth chapter, verses 1 to 7. Proverbs, the fourth chapter, verses 1 to 7. Hear, ye children, the instructions of a father, and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. The next scripture comes from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4. Ephesians 6, 4. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. That's the word of God for the people of God. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Lord, dear God, our Father in heaven, we just thank you, Lord God, for another day. You've been so great to us, Lord God. You show us mercy. You show us grace. Even when we fall and make mistakes, Lord God, you give us the strength to get back up, Lord God, to do better for your glory, Lord God. And we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your understanding. We thank you for your peace you've given us. And we see things around us all confusing, Lord God. Oh, Lord, you're just so good to us. We just ask you, Lord, just to have your way in this service today. Watch over the congregation. Watch over my pastor, my friend, Pastor Gordon. Watch over Sister Jean. Watch over all our children, Lord God. For children are dying. Parents are crying. Politicians are lying. Lord God, help us to understand that you're the one that tells us the truth. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you love the Lord today? Tell him that you love him. Hallelujah. Come on, stand on your feet. Clap your hands. Show him that you love him. Amen. Come on. I really love I love you because 
Say amen. Church, say amen again. Praise the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And truly, God is an awesome, awesome God. We compliment and commend all faithful fathers and uh, fatherhood. Let me let me say this to you: Every man is not a man, every father is not a father. 
Every mother's not a mother. Let's, you know, you come here, you're going to get truth. A father is a model. A father is a mentor. A father is a motivator. He enlightens, he encourages, hallelujah, his children, his home, his family. And I'm thankful that I had a great father. Amen. Thank God that I, I had a great father, and he modeled love. He went to work every day. Yeah. He wasn't hanging on the corners. He wasn't out rapping. He was taking care of his family. And, and let, me, let, me, let me throw this out just so. Uh, None of us are perfect. There are no perfect fathers, no perfect mothers, no perfect members, no perfect people. And uh, just understand that life is a series of trials and tribulations. And uh, all of us are forced by circumstances to, in fact, <clears throat> trust the Lord, making changes in our lives, and, uh, you know, when you get married, you might marry somebody with authority issues, you might marry somebody with rebellious issues, anger issues, historical issues, and these things got to be negotiated, prayed about, worked out, amen? Amen, amen. worked out in, in, in the name of Jesus, and uh, so... Um, Paul said, I've learned in whatever state I'm in to be content. Now, let me, let me just say this to you for all the fathers. We thank God for you. And uh, there is no coincidence that 90% of them boys in Philly that were in gangs with guns never had a relationship with their dad. Never. If they had a dad that they knew about. Can I get a witness? And uh, I remember a lot of boys in gangs, you never hear them talk about their dad. And uh, so the thing is, is that uh, we here at St. Matthew's, we put emphasis where emphasis needs to be placed. Amen. If you're going to be a man, act like a man, walk like a man, think like a man. And, uh, you know, so we are, so we're going to uh, celebrate fatherhood today and uh, I'm just thankful uh, for the Lord and for all that he has done. Amen. And uh, now last week I think my sermon went over a lot of people's heads. I, I don't think they understood it. I'm going to try to momentarily rehash what I was saying. Metaphorically listen to me. When I talked about departure God, according to Ephesians 1, God from eternity to eternity, we're talking about eternity, not time. We were chosen, we were elected, we were predestinated, we were placed, we were seated in heavenly places before the foundation of the world. That is, God determined who he was going to save. 
And if you've been saved or if you are in line to be saved, metaphorically, God has directed a place of your departure from the world, yeah, and from all your sin and mess. That's what God has already done. Joseph said in uh, Genesis 50, am I not in the place of God? You got to be in God's place. You can't be in your place. You're going to be in God's. If you save whom he, whom he foreknew, he also predestinated that they would be conformed to his image. Isn't that in the Bible? Y'all getting kind of quiet. The fact of the matter is, there is a place that God is going to make sure you get to. It's the place of God. Amen. And... Uh, it may take years to get to that place, but he's going to get you there. That's why people say, well, my, my kids are still out there or there. If, if, if they've been connected, raised up, and nurtured, and then God's going to get them there. Thick or thin, they're going to get there. Can I get a witness? Not only is there a departure place, but there is a dependence place. Power. We learn to depend on him. We lean on him. We love him. We're led by him. Can I get a witness? Our power is from the Lord, not from us. Amen. And he delivers us from sin, self, and Satan. Yeah. Praise Jesus. And then there is a diligence and a deliverance of peace. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So from eternity to eternity, God determined my place. And that's what I was trying to say last week. Because there were things going on in my life I didn't understand the time it was going on. You know, I worked uh, two years in governmental accounting. I didn't, I, I had accounting in college. I didn't know I was going to need accounting in God's place. Are y'all with me? I, I spent seven years in the military, did top secret work. I didn't know I was going to need that type of driven diligence in God's place. Are, are, are y'all getting this? God snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. Put me on a street called Straight. I didn't know I was going to need all that in God's place. So everything that's happening in your life, God is driving you towards his place. Can I get a life of righteousness? Not a life of slickness. Come on now. A life of righteousness. And so uh, that's, that's pretty much... The eternality of God was what I was preaching about last week, and we are caught in the middle. If you save, God has already determined where you're going, and when you're going, and where you're going. And if you're not saved, you're going to hell. Can I get a witness? I'm so sick and tired of churches playing around with the truth, letting the world, letting social media, letting the uh, internet program people into a lie. You must be born again. Can I get a witness? You must be saved. And so God is an awesome God. We thank the Lord. Now this morning we have a treat as we did on Mother's Day. I have uh, seven, seven minutes now. You go past seven minutes, I'm going to yank you down. Seven minutes on a godly father's commitment. 
Seven minutes on a godly father's counsel. Seven minutes on a godly father's continuance. Then I'm going to wrap it up with a godly father's compassion. With character. Can I get a witness? We model fatherhood. And you can't be a good father if you dog in the, the child's mother. Oh, I ain't getting no amens on that. You can't tell your kids your mother's a pain in my behind. You can't be doing that. You, come on now. In the name of Jesus. The Lord is good, isn't he? And I want to thank God for my lovely wife. Praise the Lord. Thank God for my kids. Praise the Lord. Amen. And their dad don't bite his tongue. Ain't no biting marks on my tongue. In the name of Jesus. Say what's on my heart. You live with it. It'll be all right. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And God is so good. I'm glad I had parents that loved me. Amen. Parents that were honest with me. Isn't that right? We got, we got parents today trying to be as hip as their kids, trying to live out, you know, something that God didn't tell them to live out. But in this church, we're going to preach truth. You bring up a child in the way they should go, and when they get old, they will not depart from it. Amen? And so we thank the Lord from whom all blessings flow, and I'm just thrilled, chilled, and uh, thankful. Now, if you see police outside, uh, we pay for them to be outside. It's a sick world. We got guns on the inside, and we got guns on the outside. You run up in here, you get gunned down. In the name of Jesus. I just want to make it clear. Amen. And I, I, I hire those guns so I can leave mine at home. Praise the Lord. We good. Say amen. The Lord is good, isn't he? Praise the name of Jesus. So we thank. So you are safe. Praise the Lord. You are safe. And God is good. You're good by the grace of God. Amen. Say amen. And you're good by the guns of God. Praise God. So we're thankful. Now, our stewardship, we had a gentleman give us almost $4,000 to a stewardship. Let's give him a hand clap. Praise Jesus. And um, we are just so thankful today for all of you. And uh, God is uh, a great God. Man, I'm seven years in the military. Them sergeants, you say, son, get your head out of your, get the job done. We don't care about your tears. Get the job done. You, when, you, when, you, when you go through something like that, it teaches you how to have drive. Amen? This church is where it is by the grace of Jesus Christ and because we demand excellence and order. Isn't that right? So today we'll be celebrating the Lord's Supper and we thank the Lord from whom all blessings flow. Amen? Amen? Praise the name of Jesus. Now, it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God-given no matter how you try. We're taking a one offering, our tithes, tenth, 
give and God will give it back to you, pressed down, running over. Praise Jesus. Don't rob God. He will bless you and your family. A great choir. Don't they look great this morning? Oh, man. All white. I think I'm in heaven. Praise Jesus. They'll come and sing. Church, say amen. Y'all all right?
Church, say amen. amen. Bring the offering. Bless the Lord. What a beautiful day. Let's stand for offertory. All things come of thee, O Lord. Jesus. We'll hear from our choir and we'll come right back and introduce the speakers. And we are just grateful to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I want to thank the Lord for all of you. Truly God is an awesome, awesome God. Amen. Amen. All right.
I love you, Jesus. I love you more than anything. God is awesome. Father, we fall prostrate before your presence, realizing and recognizing that we can do nothing without you. You've been so good in spite of us. You have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Thank you for our mothers and fathers. God, those that have gone home to be with the Lord, they have graduated to glory. No more pain, no more crying, no more dying, no more sickness, no more pain. They're praising you. And they're waiting for us to come up to Beulah Land. God, bless all the speakers today. Encourage all the fathers. And whatever trait we don't have, teach us thy way, O Lord. Lead us in the plain path. For we are mentors, models, motivators. We teach our sons how to be men. We teach our daughters what to look for in men. Sanctify us now. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, amen. amen. Praise the name of Jesus. We give honor to God, to our blessed Lord and Savior Jesus Christ at the at the close of the preaching, we will celebrate our Lord's Supper. And uh, on this June 19th day, truly God is an awesome, awesome God. Our first speaker will be a tremendous father, deacon, servant, and um, Deacon Willis Gray, who serves the Lord and helps everybody. Amen. He will come and speak on the Father's commitment. Church, amen. Come on, brother. giving honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for keeping me, protecting me, and bringing me to this point at this time on this day. Also, I'm giving honor to my pastor for his commitment to his calling. Um, and I thank him for the opportunity to speak this morning about a father's commitment. Fathers have an awesome responsibility of laying a spiritual foundation in the home. But what does that mean exactly? How can we know what a father needs? Some words fit like a glove, like fatherhood and commitment. Both carry considerable weight, responsibility, sacrifice, obligation, and dedication. 
So the third Sunday of June is set aside as Father's Day to honor his important role in the family. Any male can, can father a child, but being a dad takes a lifetime. Fathers play a role in every child's life that cannot be filled by others. The role can have a large impact on a child and help them shape who they are and who they become. We are blessed here at St. Matthew's to have a pastor who teaches the whole Bible on Sundays, Bible study, several ministries to facilitate our spiritual growth, our personal and family development, and our personal relationship with Jesus Christ. A father, a male parent, father-in-law, stepfather, godfather, grandfather, and we talk about commit and we talk about commitment. Commit to pledge, promise, perform, and we expect action. Commitment, assurance, obligation, devotion, accepting, and we expect you to be engaged. Marriage vows commit, and then comes the commitment. Ministry volunteers commit, and then comes the service, show up, and commit. This time I'd like to acknowledge all the youth workers and mentors here at St. Matthew's who not only committed to the ministry, but are faithful to their calling and their commitment here at St. Matthew's to raising our kids. Okay? At the same time, I'd like to acknowledge my wife, Maxine, um, who, Lord spares life, uh, come November, she will be committed in our relationship 52 years. Okay? So, the question is, fathers, did you commit or did you just, or did you make a commitment or are you missing in action? The impact of a father with his children. Fathers and emotional development. Fathers like mothers are pillars in the development of the child's emotional well-being. Children look to their fathers to lay down the rules and enforce them. They also look to their fathers to provide a feeling of security, both physically and emotionally. Fathers set the bar for relationships with others. Fathers and their daughters, young Young daughters depend on their fathers for security, emotional support. Fathers show his daughters what a good relationship looks like with a man. Fathers and their sons, unlike girls who model their relationships based on their father's character, boys model themselves after their father's character. Difference, okay? Boys will seek approval from their fathers from a very young age. If a father is caring and treats people with respect, the young boy will grow up much the same. When a father is absent, young boys look to other male figures to set the rules for how to behave and serve in the world. Okay? Fathers can learn so much about what to do and what not to do by looking to the Bible and learning from the example of our Heavenly Father. Understanding expectations of the family, here are some ways we can help set spiritual tone to be the father of our family needs and God called us to be. Make a commitment, love your your child's mother, balance discipline and grace, be involved with your sons and daughters. Fathers need to be present. 
Father's needs and dedication to commitment being present, understanding the unique needs of daughters and sons, exercising discipline, giving grace, and loving your child's mother. That's a daunting list for any man. Don't be afraid to mess up time to time. Your family doesn't need you to be perfect. That isn't the goal. The fact that each one of these principles points to the attributes of God himself and proves that we're not up to the task on our own. Some of the scriptures that God has given us, when you're present, they'll be reminded of that God who said, don't be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord, your God, is with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9. When you're aware of different needs of your daughters and sons, you'll spare them the frustration of one size fits all approach and will be better equipped to bring them up with the discipline and instructions of the Lord. Ephesians 6.4. When you discipline them, they'll get the message that whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. Proverbs 12.1. And when you extend grace, they'll understand that God does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. As a father shows compassion of his children, so the Lord shows compassion on those who fear him. Proverbs, or excuse me, Psalms 103, 10 to 13. When you love their mom, they'll seek a faint glimpse of the unbreakable bond between Christ, the bridegroom, and his bride, the church. What therefore God has joined together, no man separate. Mark 10, 9. Finally, when you practice dedication and commitment as a dad, you'll point your family to our Heavenly Father, who is merciful, gracious, slow to anger, abounding steadfast with love and faithfulness. Psalms 86, 15. So, in closing, 2 Timothy. Chapter 2, 1 to 3. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the faith that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou have heard of me among many witnesses, commit the same to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. So, thou therefore, be a good soldier, endure hardness for Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you all for your faithfulness, for your commitment. God bless you. Happy Father's Day. Amen. Amen. Great job. Great job. Church, say amen. Wasn't that great? Thank you, Deacon Gray. Father's commitment. Next, we will have uh, Pete Jarvis, another deacon in charge of our outreach, on a Father's Council. Church, say amen. Come on, brother. I'm not from North Philly. I'm from Camden. <laughs> um, yes, um, give an honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my lovely wife, my family, my pastor, and to you guys, my church family. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, gracious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I thank you, I glorify you, and magnify your name. Allow me, Lord God, to be edify you, edify the people, Lord God, and glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. A little nervous, but let me get it out. <laughs> Cancel.
godly counsel. Well, first is disclaimer. I didn't grow up in a, um, what they call a modern home. I grew up in a broken home. Um, but one thing that I learned um, growing up, my father not being there, is that I didn't want to um, have my children go through the same thing. Um, and even though my father wasn't there, I knew in James 1.5 it says, if we lack wisdom, we should confidently ask God, and he will lovingly give us the wisdom that we needed. Therefore, I rely on the word of God. I attended Mighty Men Ministry, part of St. Matthew's. Thank you, Pastor. Um, but first, I pray that God would teach me how to be the father that pleases him. Every family is different. But as for me and my house, we serve the Lord. Why? I'm glad you asked. I believe, or I should I say, I learned that being a good father isn't just based on whether your children turn out to be the, the way you think they should, but more so on whether, as a father, I do what the Lord say I should. My children and my grandchildren are adults now. But as they were growing up, I had the responsibility to be involved in their upbringing. I had three main legacies I wanted to instill in them. One, by the grace of God, I wanted them to know Jesus Christ for themselves, not just because I expected them to. Two, by the grace of God, I wanted them to be responsible adults. Three, by the grace of God, I wanted to model to them what a godly father looked like. Legacy one, Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way they should go, and when they get old, they will not depart from it. Sometimes we get used to repeating scriptures that, and that we forget its significance and substance. We forget our roots that it takes a village to raise a child. The Lord gave me enough common sense to humble myself and ask for training for my grandchildren. I thank you, Sister Maxine, for helping with my grandchildren during nursery. I thank you, Pastor, for everything that you did for bringing in um, young and young lady, young men's and young ladies mentoring. I thank you for youth night. I thank you for um, Camp Cornea, all the things that I needed to help raise my child. I thank you for that village. <clears throat> Legacy two, now that they're grown, I remind them that the Bible never said that we are supposed to take off our armor. Once we put it on, we should keep it on. And I remind myself that they're not robots. I'm still their dad, I'm still their pop-pop, I'm still their spiritual leader, but I had to <clears throat> get out of the way and let the Holy Ghost do his thing. I had to step back, let go, and let God. <clears throat> they are God's creation designed for his worship and his workmanship. Amen? Third legacy. Thanks to the assignment that pastor gave me, I asked my children, if they were to use me as an example, how would they describe a godly father? There were three words that recurred over and over again. Love. Availability and teacher. 
Loving. Amen. Jesus. Loving. First, I show them love by showing them how much I love my Savior, Jesus Christ. Second, I show them love by showing them how much I love my wife, Pat. Available. One of my grandchildren put it this way. Present, always there, showing up mentally by being concerned and compassionate and physically there, spending time and interacting. Third word, teacher. As I mentioned, <clears throat> we have a family Bible study every Sunday, and I also use that time as a life lesson like, like how to manage a budget, avoiding debt, and social issues. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so as I look at my assignment, cancel, I let them know five principles to keep in mind. It's by scripture alone, faith alone, grace alone, Christ alone, through glory of God alone. Amen? Great job, great job, great job, great, great job, great, great job. Church, amen. A father's counsel. Praise the Lord. Now we're going to have one of my favorite theologians, Reverend Roy Walker on a father's continuance. Can I get a witness? Continuance means you got to stick around. And end what you began. Come on, brother. Give me honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to my pastor, Pastor Gordon. Um, maybe you have your Bible, just one scripture. All right, it says in John 19:30, Jesus said, It is finished. Long time ago, I, I, I watched this movie, this Marvel show. And this Marvel show had this guy, and this guy was a God, and he disobeyed his father. When he disobeyed his father, his father was mad, but he, he left a, a, a place called the Freeze Giants. In the Freeze Giants, he was getting ready to fuss, fight with this giant, all right, and this planet. And he fighting and fighting. He was losing. And all of a sudden, his dad from Ashgard came. And when his dad came, the son looked at the father and said, Father, we can beat him together. And the father said, be quiet. And he's talking to this Freeze Giant. And the Freeze Giant get ready to kill, kill King Odin. And Odin zipped back to Asgard. When he zipped back to Asgard, his son and him got into an argument. When they got into this argument, he said, the son said to the father, Father, you are a stupid father and a bad God. And you are a fool. And the dad looked at the son and said, you're right, I'm a fool to think that you were ready to be king, to be a father. And the movie was called Thor. And so what the dad did, the dad backed up to his throne, and the dad said to his son, I take from you your power, and he took away the hammer. Then he said, I take from you your authority. He stripped him of his armor. Then he said, in the name of my father, and my father's father, I banish you. This one man who, who was gone, now was a man walking on earth. A man that had no power, a man who disappointed his dad. This man was walking and had to learn how to be sacrificial 
offering for somebody else. How to serve somebody else. And when this giant came, he'd fight this big metal giant. And his dad in his eternal sleep was looking at him with tears coming down his eye. And Thor died. It's right there when he died for somebody else. To be a true king. That the hammer came back to him. That he went back to Ashgard. And he told his dad, he said, Dad, I hope that one day I'll be a good father like you. And an awesome king like you. And that I will make you proud. And he said, son, you already made me proud. You already made me proud. What does it mean to be a father of a continuous? A father of a continuous is a father that will speak the truth in love. You will speak the truth in love. What is love? Tom Cruise said this. You, I want the truth. And Jack Nicholas said, you can't handle the truth. A father will speak the truth in love. Are you willing to speak the truth in love? But you can't speak the truth and have dysfunctional behavior. You can't have a bad attitude when you're speaking truth. You can't have poor listening skills. You can't have bad facial expressions. You can't be speaking the truth in anger. A father got to learn to control himself. A father of continuous second. A father of a continuous it's a father that will fight for his family. Nehemiah 4.14 said, fight for your family. Fight for your wife. Fight for your children. Fight for your home. You got to be willing to fight. How will you fight? Well, Paul said, well, in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12, he said, fight the good fight of faith. Yeah. How are you going to fight? You're going to fight on your knees. You're going to be praying for your children. Pray for your home. Pray for your wife. And when you get up, you're going to get up with a determined mind, knowing that God heard you, knowing that everything's going to work all right. You're going to fight. But second, a father of continuance. Third, a father of continuance is a father who's patient in the now. I didn't say N-O-W. I said N-O-U-W. The now. What is a now? A person, place, or thing. You can be patient when you're dealing with people. You can be patient when your placement is wrong than what you thought it would be. You can be patient when things go wrong. Why? Because the Bible says in Romans 8.23, all things work out according to the good of God. So you're going to be patient. But my last point, because I don't want to go over my time, is this. <laughs> Lord God, you're going to be patient. A, pa- a father of continuance will always require him to look at the good. Knowing that all things are going to work out according to the will of God. Look at the good. You can't be a father who, like, 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 you can't be a father. You can't be a father like Dark Vader who was never present, an absent father. You can't be a father like Stafford and son, who look at his son and the monster, you big dummy. You can't be a father like Adam, like uh, all of the family, who always fussing and criticize. You can't be a father like the Godfather, who was the family of all, the, of all the families, the father who would kill his own son. You gotta be a father like Seven in Heaven, the, 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 the movie, the series, that when trouble breaks out in your life, you know what you can do? You can run to the father's house. You can run back home to the father's house. And I'll tell you, fathers, when things get discouraged and you get frustrated, you better remember that old song about the temptation. I have sunshine on a cloudy day. When it's cold outside, I feel like the month of May. What can make you feel that way? My girl. What can make you feel that way? My girl. 
But listen, fathers, when all hell breaks out of your marriage, or hell breaks out with your children, or hell breaks out in your home, you better say, I got joy in the inside. What makes you feel that way? My God. My God. What makes you feel that way? Jehovah Jireh. My provider. Jehovah Destiny. My battery of victory. Jehovah Shower. My righteousness. My God. My God. See My God. Church, say amen. Let's give all of them a hand clap. Come on now. Oh, Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. A father's commitment, counsel, and continuance. My God. You know what I always listen for after 35 years of pastoring? I don't want to hear where you are now. I want to hear where the Lord brought you from. That's what I want to hear. Where the Lord, and I know Roy won't mind me saying this, Roy should be dead. In South Carolina, he pulled a shotgun on a cop was smoking crack cocaine and he's still alive. Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. I know some of y'all there were, I've never done anything like, no, you did yours in secret. Praise the Lord. Now, I want to conclude this Father's Day message on a Father's compassion. My God, my God. The word compassion in the Greek is to have pity. It means to feel the feelings of ill will at another person. To empathize. To put yourself in their place. To be moved with compassion. To have pity. And typically, fathers are thought of as being strong, strategic, and sowers of their family. But I want to challenge you this morning that fathers, amen, need to be sensitive to the sufferings the sins and the strifes of somebody else. Now let me stop pausing part because there are a lot of church folk full of hell. Somebody need to say it. Your mouthy, your history, your hurts, your pain, and we just keep blowing it, but as a compassionate father, and understanding the word of God, there aren't, there aren't many good fathers in the Bible. Even David wasn't a good father. Because his sin with Bathsheba, God said, the sword will not leave your house. Your children are going to be all messed up. Eli the priest 
two sons, God killed them because they were laying with women at the door of the temple. Drunk. Abraham wasn't a good father. Jacob wasn't a good father. There aren't many good fathers in the Bible. Joseph, the father, earthly father of Jesus Christ, it says Joseph was a just man. Just, honest, integrity, character. He raised Jesus. But when we look at fatherhood, there's one father that stands out. Luke 15, the father of the prodigal son. Now, theologically, when you see a parable with no names, it is very instrumental. It's an illustration. When you see parables with names, it's actual. And Jesus was replying back to the Sadducees, scribes, and all the mother hypocrites about forgiveness. And in Luke 15, Jesus deals with three lost things. Are you ready for this? A lost sheep, meaning the shepherd, the good shepherd, listen to this, left the 90 and 9 and went to find the one. Fathers, there are going to be times when you're going to have to leave what is good and find what is bad. Left the 90 and 9. And when he found the lost sheep, he rejoiced. Then there's the lost coin. A woman had lost an expensive coin in the house and two things. She got a lamp, she needed light, and she had a broom. She swept the house till she found the coin. You cannot find which is meaningful without light. Can I get a witness? Without light. And she found a coin and she rejoiced. And then the third of this trilogy was the lost son. Lord have mercy. I want you to pay attention to the father. This father had two sons. And the youngest son came to the father one day and said, Father, Give me what belongs to me by way of the will. Now, let me stop pausing part because if you're not a Bible student, the father could have denied it because the father wasn't dead. The will was only enacted after the father died. And there was two sons. The oldest son gets two-thirds. The youngest son gets one-third. And so, biblically, the father, you notice the father, he rebelled against his father's rule. Give me what is mine. Um, let me stop pausing part because in the Bible it says children obey your parents in all things. That's children. And, 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 uh, and it goes on to tell us Grown children, honor your parents. Doesn't tell you to obey them, but honor them. Can I get a witness? 
in all things. Now, I can't help but to say this because this generation is hell-bound. Yeah. And there are too many passive parents that are trying to win the approval of their children and they do not raise their children the way they ought to raise them. Do I have a witness? Yeah, it's tight. I never thought about getting high with my mother. I never thought about going to a party with my mother or my father. That was a whole different relationship of respect, responsibility, and restraint. Do I have a witness? And and the fact of the matter is, I'm glad I was raised the way I was raised. And uh, I know if you're under 24, you're Generation Z. If you're over 25, you're millennial. You know, I'm a baby boomer. And, uh, you know, the each decade presented something different. 40s was patriotism, Second World War, 50s was materialism, and, 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 and 60s was rebellion, 70s was drugs, 80s, 90s, and, and these folk are just crazy today. <laughs> and you believe your social media more than you do the Bible. Something's wrong with that picture, Doc. That all of us have to stand before Jesus and give an account. Do I have a witness? And so when I think about this compassionate father, the son rebelled, the son resisted, and the son left home. Lord have mercy. And all you got to do with a rebellious child is look at your watch and say it's just a matter of time. Son went out and wasted all his money on riotous living. The word prodigal means waste. How many of y'all know you wasted time? You wasted money. You wasted your mind. Do I have a witness? Waste! Waste. The one thing we cannot get back is time. God will forgive you. God will restore you. But you can't get the time back. Mm. He went away. He wasted his money and riotous living. And then after all was gone and he was broke, and you got friends as long as you got something. Get broke. And same friends you worship and you think are so close to you will leave you. Yes, they will. My God. The Bible says that trouble Trouble to do it. Trouble made him come to his senses. Won't trouble make you come to your senses? Trouble uh, make you start thinking right, doing right. Do I have a witness? Trouble, trouble, trouble. 
And, 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 and when trouble came, he was, he was getting ready to eat with the pigs, and this is a Jewish story. They had nothing to do with swine, so, you know, he, he was getting ready to eat with the pigs, and, 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 and here's what he did. He had rebelled. He had resisted. Now he repented. The word repent means to change your mind, change your direction, and repentance led him to rehearse. I will go back home. I will tell my loving father, Father, I have sinned against you in heaven, and I'm not worthy to be called your son. Just let me work as a hired hand. Can I get a witness? And listen, his rebellion, resistance, uh, repentance caused him to rehearse, and then he returned. Little did he know that on his way home, his loving, compassionate father was waiting for him. Can I get a witness? He was, he was, he was waiting for him. Lord, have mercy. With a praying heart, he was waiting for him. Child of God, sometimes you got to wait for those children and grandchildren to come around and come back to their senses. Sin, Lord, have mercy, will mess you up. There's no fulfillment in sin, self nor Satan. Don't buy the lie the world keeps selling you. That you can live any kind of way, do whatever you want to do, and it's going to be all right. Oh, no. Nobody's getting away with anything. None of these politicians are getting away with anything. Yeah. None of these church leaders are getting away with anything. Psalm 37 said, uh, fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be envious against the workers of iniquity. Now here's God, for they will soon be shut down. The Bible says God puts the wicked in slippery places. You're up today, down tomorrow. Do I have a witness? And the father greeted him prayerfully. 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 And then God threw a celebratory party for a wayward son. That's compassion. He said, kill the fatted calf. Put shoes, sandals on his feet, a ring on his finger, and a robe on his back. Each one of these items represents restoration, back to sonship. Lord, have mercy. Uh, 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 part of the inheritance, part of glory. God, the, this prodigal son's father was compassionate. I'm so glad that God is compassionate. 
I'm so glad that God has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. I'm so glad that my heavenly father is compassionate. He had pity on Raymond Gordon. He had pity on you. He had pity on me. You need to show some pity. Not while your children are doing good. Wait till they do bad. Wait till they fall. Wait till they're broken. God tells fathers to show compassion. My God. Hmm. There was a celebratory party and then there was praise. Here's what the prodigal son father said. He said, my son was dead, but now he's alive. He was blind, but now he sees. If we had more compassionate fathers, fathers who wouldn't just worry about their feelings, fathers who wouldn't just worry about their fractures. Can I get a witness? Fathers who wouldn't just worry. Lord, have mercy, about where they were mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's sacrificial. If you're going to have a family, you got to pay a price. Can I get a witness? As your parents get older and go home with the Lord, there's a price to pay. Can I get a witness? You got to pray a price. You got to stand in the gap. You got to fight by faith as... Roy said, you, you've got to be committed, as Deacon Gray said. You've got to give godly counsel, as Pete Jarvis said. When my mother used to say, I don't mean no harm, I said, here it comes. <laughs> and I thank God I was raised the way I was raised. I was raised in the tough camp chores, you had to clean, you had to do good in school. They choose you, they, you know, they chose your friends. I don't want you to hang with that boy. Can I get a witness? And the one time I came out of the military, seven years, I'm a grown man. Brought this girl home with a micro mini skirt, breasts hanging all out. My mother said in front of the girl, where are you going with that? I said, let me get out of here, Doc. That's when parents were parents. That's when parents didn't have to agree with you. That's when parents didn't have to keep quiet. That's when parents ruled with, Lord have mercy, parental authority. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And living in my home 17 years and then going to the military. When I got in the military and the man started cussing at me and telling me what I can do and where I can go, I said, is that the best he can do? <laughs> I ain't heard all this before, Doc. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for compassion. Learn how to have pity on people 
and then learn how to have pity on yourself. Ah, pity, compassion, commitment, counsel, continuance. You know why our race and our nation is in so much turmoil? We don't have fathers. We got biological daddies that are dropping babies everywhere. And you fool enough to believe they're going to be true to you. You better do a history channel search. Can I get a witness? You better find out where they've been before they got to you. Somebody need to say it. You better find out what their real desires are. Can I get a witness? It's tight, but it's right. I want to be a model, a mentor, and a motivator to my kids. I want them to see me love their mother. Can I get a witness? I want them to grow up with a sense, Gray, of commitment, a sense of counsel, a sense of continuance, a sense of, here it is, compassion. God had compassion on me. I ought to be in hell this morning. But God, who's rich, in mercy because Jesus saved my soul snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garment put me on the street called straight the Lord is good isn't he look at me now I'm a child of the king I'm a royal priesthood I'm a holy nation I'm a peculiar people. Ah, born twice, but I'm only going to die once. To be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. Your mother, father, grandmother, and them that are saved, they in heaven waiting on you. They in Beulah land waiting for you to come. And one of these days, we're going to see Jesus. The author. The finisher, the sustainer of our faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for a father of commitment. I never saw my father drunk. My father went in the streets. He worked and worked and worked to take in his family. Thank you for the model. Thank you, Jesus. I had a father of counsel. Hmm. I'll never forget when I was uh, in the military and I, I was disturbed by all the national mess on racism I came home, I told my father, I said, I'm thinking about joining the Black Panthers. And I had a top secret <laughs> clearance. <laughs> and my father, 
Here's what he said to me. He said, son, we all go through that. With a calm voice, he took the desire out. Now, you know they've been through colored bathrooms, colored fountains, colored toilets. Can I get a witness? It's tight. But because he was compassionate and loving, he counseled me. Are y'all getting this? He counseled me. He was committed. He counseled. In continuance. Marriage wasn't easy for them. They went to hell and back. But they hung in there. Oh, I ain't even getting the Amen. They hung in there. They died with the one they married. To a whole bunch of hell. God's got a special reward for them. Can I get a witness? In the Lord good? Compassion is from the Lord. So when you have pity, feel sorry for others. Fathers, be a model to your son. Show him what manhood really is. It's not wearing white shoes and silken wool pants and convertible. It's not in the physical realm. Do I have a witness? I was out there in that world, man. I ran that world. I ran a fast life. I was out there with fast people. Slick, out of sight, out of mind. You know how I was. Can I get a witness? The fact of the matter is We need compassionate men to rebuild our communities. Can I get a witness? Because these fools running around with these guns are out of their military mind. Can I get a witness? The Lord is good. Compassion. Jesus was compassionate. Every time I mess up, I hear that still, small voice. Son, I love you. I understand. I'm with you to the end of the age. Can I get a witness? How is your compassion this morning? How is your mercy this morning? How is your model this morning? How is your mentoring this morning? How is your motivation this morning? Life is short and full of trouble. But if you just hold on to the hand of God, God will give you strength. Won't he give you strength? Won't he give you vision? Won't he give you victory? He's worthy to be praised. Bless his name. Let's stand on our feet this morning. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed, We've taken 20 souls in the last four weeks. If you're here this morning, if you're here this morning and you need to be saved, you don't know Jesus, just raise your hand. Don't go to hell. Raise your hand. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. Is there one? Raise your hand. You want to join the church in your Christian experience? Raise your hand. Is there one? If your hand is raised, come on up here. Come on. Come on. Come on, Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Come on up. 
Be honest with God. The Lord will bless you. Come on. There you go. Praise Jesus. Right here. Is there another? Is there another? Balcony, come on down. Come on. Come on. Jesus said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. Praise his name. Is there another? We're going to wait on you. Satan lying to you. Satan tell you don't go. God's telling you to come. Is there another? Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Truly, he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Worthy. Praise the Lord. Thank you. There another? Bless the Lord. You may be seated. I'm going to ask. Amen. Follow Brother Arnold. We're getting ready to celebrate the Lord's Supper. Look. Wait. Look to the baskets. Grab a flaps. Shh, do it quietly. And listen up to pastor. Do not do anything. Just grab a flaps. We love you. On a night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and broke it. At the last supper and said, take eat, this is my body broken for you. That was the bread. The bread represented his body. The blood, the wine represented his blood. On the third passing, he he instituted what we know as communion. As often as you drink this, and often as you do this, the memorial, you show amen. You show confirmation till I come back. Amen. He died for our sins. He was God's antidote to sin, self and Satan. And every he says, often as you do this, you show remembrance of me till I come back. If you're not saved, don't take communion. You're drinking and eating more damnation to your soul. This is for the elect, for the saved. Praise his name. Let us all partake of the wafer, which is his body. Take this wafer, for my body was broken for you. Let's all partake, believing that he died for our sins. Thank you, Jesus. And take the grape juice, which is symbolic of his blood. Drink ye all of it. Without the blood, there's no forgiveness of sins. He died, he was buried, and he rose again the third day with all power in his hands. I want all dads to stand.
just the dads. Stan, let's give the dads a hand clap. Come on now. Let's give them a hand clap. Thank you, Jesus. As you are standing, as you are standing, are you committed to Christ and to your family? As you're standing, do you give godly counsel to your children? My God. As you are standing, are you in a state of continuance to hang in there no matter what? And last, are you compassionate with everyone, but especially your loved ones? Compassion, not bitter, not angry, not unforgiving, not holding grudges, but compassionate. God, the Holy Spirit, gives you power to be committed, to give godly counsel, continuance, and here it is, compassion. Thank you, Jesus, the Christ. We serve a compassionate God. Mm. In the day that you hear my voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. Let's try to be more compassionate, more loving, more liberating. My God, let's be good fathers. Not only when they're doing good, but when they slip and mess up. Help us to hold them, to love them. And then love their mother or their stepmother or whoever else you're living with. <laughs> love, love them. Love them in front of them. Let's stay on our feet. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Let's thank the Lord for our choir. Praise Jesus. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I want to be more committed. I want to be, I want to be more, I, I want to give more counsel. I want to be in a continuing state. But as I leave this place, I want to be more compassionate. I want to have pity on people. Even the people we may not like. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for the speakers. Thank you for our church. Thank you for the souls. Thank you for Jesus, the Christ. Happy Father's Day. You are dismissed. Glorify our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we are excited to be back to church on site. As you may know, we were closed for 16 months due to the pandemic. In response, the Lord has laid on our senior pastor's heart a sacrificial pledge to our Lord, and we are excited and asking everyone to participate and give a $250 sacrificial pledge to help us offset monies front-loaded in our recovery from the pandemic. This pledge will be due by September 18th, 
2022. Here are a couple ways to give. Please consider giving online following these easy steps. Visit our website at stmatthewsbc.org. Click on Giving Payments. Click on Donations. And choose Sacrificial Pledge 2022 to complete your transaction. Or feel free to mail in your Sacrificial Pledge to St. Matthew's Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. And remember, as you give, God will surely give back to you, just as it says in Luke 6, 38. Give, and it will be given unto you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Thank you in advance for your pledge and God bless you. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewsfbc.org, click donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form. Nothing you can do, you're faithful. 